0: The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the the behind-the-scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts Lindsay M. Dillon
1: and I am Dante of Earth Nation.
0: So today we're gonna be talking about to quit or not to quit one's day job.
1: Yeah, it's there's a certain point of a artist's life. This just happens to be a ceramic art podcast (laughs) but I think there's a certain point where people think the point in which you are successful enough as an artist is the point in which you can quit your nine to five and still make a living wage or to live comfortably. And Lindsay and I both have different, not views, I would say, but paths about yeah. that. Because we've both taken different paths. Uh, for example, Lindsay, you just quit your job
0: yeah just earlier this year in uh, in january right um
1: right before the great rona
0: right before the great rona mm, right yay rona. not gonna lie i still don't regret it like yeah no. it's just uh yeah so okay all right so i guess kind of yeah, like lay, you were lay saying it down okay I'm lay gonna, it
1: down and work it out um, like a sit-up oh uh, i haven't done a sit up in ages i did nine yesterday and then I got distracted <laughs> and I woke up and my abs still hurt.
0: Oh no. That's how weak I
1: am. Usually uh, it has to be like 50 in a row for me to be <laughs> like, wow, that burns. Uh, it was nine, my G, uh,
0: it was nine. <laughs> it's it's okay, we're, we're, we've we all gained the COVID-19. We have. You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> how dare you do that to me? I'm so sorry. <laughs> how dare you say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's okay bro, I'm right there with you. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, okay, so. My, my goal from basically point zero was to be able to quit my day job. Okay. Yeah. And I, you know, I kind of, I went back and forth on whether or not that was going to be my goal only for a very brief period of time, because I remember listening to a couple episodes of the Potter's cast actually. And he was interviewing, Paul Blaze was interviewing, um, some other people who hadn't quit their part-time job right. they where they were doing a little bit of both but for me because my my day job has for so long been something in the service industry mm. and more recently working in coffee i knew that i did not want to do that you know part-time <laughs> i knew i hated it <laughs> i mean i didn't hate it it, it was, was awful <laughs> it was not awful my co-workers heard... made fun of me my co-workers are awesome don't trash on them
1: quote i just quoted lindsay
0: Uh, That that's not true.
1: That's not true. (laughs) No, she loves it. She talks about her other job all the time. She loves she loves them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, they're, they're great. They're great. But uh, but yeah, like for me, I think part of the things that helped me decide that I wanted to quit my job is that first of all, the money that I was making from doing ceramics was I was almost losing money by continuing to work at my part-time job yeah because the extra time that i could use to make extra mugs yes could you know i would get more money out of that than the time i was spending at the cafe yes now that being said i knew I and mean, again i kind of talked about this a little bit in some of our earlier episodes but i right. didn't want to just like leap out into the void and be a full-time artist without building up to that point. yeah you
1: wean yourself off of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah of course
0: is, yeah that's kind of like my baseline foundation for some of these things. We can go into the detail of what that looks like, but I want to hear what your baseline foundation is for like your approach to working part time and doing your art. Or not part time, but working, working and doing your artwork.
1: Oh, okay. I'm the stall yeah. tactic. Okay, know I got, I got it. I'm giving her time to think. By okay, no, I feel it. I Thanks, feel man. It. Thanks, man. No, I got you. I got you. I'll stretch it out real long. Um, like a cat. Like a well, I was gonna say something else, but that's that's good too. Um, nice and
0: wholesome. Nice and
1: wholesome here. Um, long story short for me, the, the idea of quitting my job was never an idea for me, even at this moment with the small amount of success that I have as a ceramic artist. To be real with you, YouTube doesn't care about you until you reach like 50,000 subscribers and they don't even give you a, like a bronze or like a silver or whatever until you get Mm. to like like a hundred thousand at that point, then they care about you. And by that point you've like paid for your own advertisements and you've worked the algorithm and you've made a thumbnail. That's like, Whoa, you won't believe this one crazy thing. And you're like, <laughs> you're making like oh faces at the camera. And I'm just, I'm not good at playing that game. Um, yeah. But y- like YouTube and I released one video a week. So YouTube does not care about me to the point where I could quit my job off of YouTube in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I live pretty menially, but that's a different story for a different time. When I first started the YouTube channel, my main goal was to give the small amount of education that I have in the ceramic art world to people for free through the service of YouTube, an online community, let's say, that pretty much as long as you have the internet and an account, you just get free information. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a small <clears throat> library depending on what channel you go to, right? For sure. So I set out to build a platform in which was, like, the beginner section. Okay, here's how to wedge. Here's how to center. Here's what you're doing. Here's why your clay is twisting. Here's And we keep going until you reach, like, here's how to make a teapot. Here's how I do it, you know, and I make, like, fun videos on the side. Um, now we're in the intermediate phases, but as far as my job goes, my... Goal was never like, I'm going to get good enough at art to quit my job Mm. because I really like my boss and even my boss's significant other who is also my boss. But for me, for me personally, getting to a space in which I could quit my job was never the goal. Why was that? I don't, I don't know. And I think that's just because I never, I never thought of YouTube or my ceramic artwork In the way that like I'm doing this to make money like I never thought like (laughs) I'm doing this to make money And this is what I'm gonna do for money to the point where I can be self-sustaining my goal was always I'm doing this to help people and create a community and That is what I'm doing very slowly, you know and it it was just never a goal for me because it was like I've always had a job to support me So, like, I didn't need more support, although to make the channel a higher quality and better, I do appreciate the support and the likes (laughs) and all that. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it was never a goal for me because money was never the question with helping people as far as my artwork goes. Okay,
0: so so if I'm understanding you correctly, you basically quitting your job at wherever you work. Cause I'm yeah. not going to say it. Oh, is, yeah. um,
1: <laughs> oh, thank you.
0: Yes. Of course. Of course. Uh, I mean, even if I did, I'd, you know, fix it in post, but, uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Appreciate it.
0: Of course. Of course. Anyway. Um, so you didn't, you, you, you never wanted to quit that job because it was, it, fulfilled your financial needs so that you were like you had your your finances covered and that meant that you didn't have to worry about making money through your art
1: yeah if i'm being honest even now my boss pays me well enough to the point where youtube and patreon youtube and patreon and the money that i get from my website combined makes only a tiny bit more than my nine to five job Mm -hmm. and that is during the rona yeah. You know, I'm very lucky to still have a job. So that being said, if I quit one of those two avenues, I would have half the money that I have now. Yeah. Right? I, I find it very comfortable and it's very much to my attitude to bring in two forms of income, even <laughs> though it is technically low class income. I technically bring two, two streams of income as one person. Yeah. And I like that because firstly, I like overworking. <laughs> and, and secondly, it's just more comfortable for me as a monetary thing. So I'm also not like, I'm saving up for a Lambo. I'm just like, I'm saving it up for enough to buy boba all the time and I'm good. That
0: is a certain measure of like success. Like I know we, we, we had, we did an episode talking about like what success means. Yeah. I feel like as an addendum to that, that is like, that is one of the definitions of success is being able to buy boba Whenever you want and like not having to worry about whether or not that's going to eat into your rent
1: to buy food whenever i want and just be like i ain't got to check the account to me is success because i don't have kids i don't have, like i already help Yet. pay a mortgage yes <laughs> uh like i don't i don't have stuff like i'll never buy something that i can't take care of i'm a very organized person in that like i'm just not going to buy a car that needs maintenance all the time mm-hmm. i'm trying to buy a car that gets me to point a to point b my car doesn't, like, I don't need a fancy car. I barely care what other people think about my car because I'm set. I'm content. Mm-hmm. I'll never get something for other people. I'm getting it for me, and I'm fairly monkish and that I'm like, eh. If I had lived in an apartment and had a baller studio somewhere, I'd be fine. Yeah. I don't really need. I just have a house right now because um, my my girlfriend wife is like, we ain't raising a kid in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sweet yeah but like it's, it's never to, to get back on topic I'm sorry it's never been a thing for me it's never been like I want to quit my job to become more of a potter like mm-hmm. if I quit my job you guys would get two YouTube videos a week oh <laughs> oh. Oh. oh my god yeah
0: actually yeah. okay so this kind of yeah goes to my other question yeah and something I will answer myself oh, afterwards yeah, yeah at some point as well yeah but uh so if if you were to quit your nine to five job okay what would it take for you to make that leap?
1: Okay, I must firstly say that if my boss is listening to this, I love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he and his significant other are probably the, like, the well, there's a couple managers and workers there as well that I really enjoy, but there's, like, five or six workers there that I enjoy so much that I'm like, as long as you guys are here, I'm never going to quit. Firstly, they would all have to leave simultaneously for me to quit. That's uh... what it would take. Like, my boss, my two bosses, one of my managers, uh, one of the waiters, and then, like... Like, one of my sous chefs would have to, like, all leave at once for me to be like, cool, no reason for me to be here anymore. Deuces. (laughs) Um, Secondly, I think if I tried, my boss would be like, look, if I give you a raise, you ain't going nowhere. It would, you, mm, I don't know. I would have to have, like, 300 Patreon supporters, and I would have to have, like, I would have to play the YouTube game. I would have to, like, do the thumbnail with the face, (laughs) and, like. You know, and it'd be like here's a cute kitty cat on the thumbnail so people click it I'd have to clickbait people. I
0: can't I can't even imagine you doing that. I it
1: feels so wrong Yeah, because I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm like I'm giving you I don't know you won't believe this one crazy glaze Ugh! And then like you get there and it's just like a regular glaze from Amico. Like <laughs> <laughs> You know like I never want to do that to you and I feel like I would I would it's distrusting, you know. Like yeah. I respect my subscribers enough to not do that. I don't want to do that to them.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. No
1: disrespect to anyone who plays the game that way, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know well, what it would take for me to quit my job. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't have an answer.
0: Yeah. And again, I, we've talked about this a little bit before, but like again, just because you're playing the game doesn't necessarily mean that you're being disingenuous. Yeah. It's just like everyone has their own level of where that we're playing the game to a certain degree feels disingenuous but again not like
1: there's definitely a scale what would it take for you like what i don't i don't have an answer to that
0: oh man i I just don't
1: i can't imagine a world where i wouldn't like be working this amount I, i would have to have a kid and then i would have to make yeah i would have to have a child i would have to have a child and then i would have to make enough money on my pottery to support not only me at the income i would have to be making the same amount of money that i make now on pottery plus the amount of money it would take to support a child at the same time. Mm-hmm. I would have to make triple my income now. So right now I work two jobs, basically, and that's yeah. double a normal person's income. I would have to make triple on one of those things mm. to quit my actual job. Gotcha. Because at that point I'm supporting me, my food addiction, and a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, there's your answer. There you go. Okay,
0: I like it. I like it. Cool. Okay. My experience quitting my, my part-time job was a little bit weird, and honestly it's not... How I think if I could have. Uh,
1: the ball's on you, I say.
0: Oh. As soon God. as you
1: told me, I was like, Jaw, you're so savage.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Thanks, thanks, man. Oh, my God. No, honestly, like, it, I, okay, so if I, you know, like two years ago, or even like a year ago, yeah. if you had asked me, like, you know, what would it take for you to leave your part time job, it would not necessarily be the situation that in which I end, ended up leaving my part time job. Okay. Yeah. So ideally, like, what I would have wanted to have is just. A little overall, I think a little bit more security and stability doing a certain thing. I had been working just one day a week at the cafe for like, uh, I don't know, a couple, maybe like three months or something like that. Yeah, I
1: remember that you were like working like four days and then it was like three days and then it was two days. And
0: then it was one day. And then it was
1: one day. (laughs) And at that point you were like, why am I here? (laughs) I could be making cups.
0: Well, you know, the, the decision to actually quit wasn't so much like, why am I here? Because even that one day a week. Like that one day a week covered my basic rent. Like it covered really? my. Really? Yeah. Well, because again, like my my financial situation, the way that it is, like I'm incredibly lucky to have a very cheap apartment. Yes, and my studio is a. I would
1: love your apartment, by the way. Oh, I love it. It's such a small space, and I love it. I love small spaces. Yeah, because I can account for everything in the space. (laughs) Yes, it's very good. But if I had a mansion and somebody broke in and decided to live in one of the rooms, what? Where where am I going to find? How am I going to find you? (laughs) You'll. They'll never know. I gotta use the cell phone to get a drink from the fridge.
0: So that the working just that one day a week was still provided a decent amount of stability for me. Okay. So I think ideally I would have liked to have spent a little bit more time working just that one day a week and preparing my savings account, my finances, like kind of putting together a little bit more of a concrete plan on how I was going to make up for that extra income. Yes. Yes. That being said, what ended up happening wasn't, was not that. Basically, I, I was in a situation where, you know, understandably, my, my bosses wanted me to start working, you know, at least two, maybe three days a week at the cafe. Yeah. And very understandably. It's like, you know, when you only are working one day a week, like that makes things difficult for them. Like,
1: especially as a manager. Yeah. You're like, well, I hired you to work and you're doing one of the seven of the work (laughs) of the days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So... At that point, I was kind of already wanting to. I had been thinking about like making that leap into the into the void, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it was just earlier than I thought. But when it was when the choice became either spending significantly less time in the studio or making the leap and going art full time. Yeah. Those two choices. Yeah. Those two. Cho- um. Yeah. Basically, made me decide that okay, I would rather take the slightly riskier route of doing my art full time than working more days at the cafe. Yeah. And part of the reason for that was that even, I mean, even just like ignoring the emotional side of it, which is that I, as much as I enjoyed working as a barista, it's like, that's not, that's not where my passion is. That's not where my, like, what fuels my soul.
1: Yeah. F coffee.
0: No, I love coffee.
1: On deck. Lindsay said F coffee. That's not true. I know I it's love not coffee. Tr- I just I like putting it. words. <laughs> he's, so, he's so mean, Dante. He's Sorry. so mean. <laughs> Sorry. Give me a bad reputation
0: in the barista community. Oh my goodness. The barista community? Heck yeah, there's a, Anyway, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole thing, mom. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, I basically just... it. Uh, how do I say? <laughs> I, I, I love my mom for reminding me of this too, because in general, I tend to... Between uh, taking risky chances and being cautious, I tend to lean towards being cautious, generally speaking. Oh, me
1: too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's like, I was like, oh, but like the steady paycheck at the cafe I work is, um, is... Is
1: better than taking the risk.
0: Yeah. Well, it was, yeah, it was like, it was more stable.
1: It was, it was for sure. It was a paycheck. It's like a tiny bit of gambling. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I could, I could, and maybe make more money. But, like, I'm kind of making money right now. Yeah. It's and not as much, but,
0: like... Well, but honestly, like, that that was part of the thing, is that, like, when I thought about it, like, I could make way more money yeah. doing ceramics. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it felt less stable. Yeah. But ultimately, I would I would be shooting myself in the foot yes. if I had continued to Absolutely. work there. So, but it was scary. It was definitely, like... Like, because there... Were, okay, so there's an episode of Artists Helping Artists, which is another, like, arts, like, podcast... And they have an episode that's, like, all about, like, the 20 things you need to do to prepare to make that full leap into okay. being a full-time artist. And I had fully intended I've on never, doing every single one of those I've things. I've never heard
1: of this at all. What was the most important one that you think they said? Oh,
0: my God. Honestly, it's yeah. been so long since I listened to it. I can't okay. even
1: remember. Do you remember but any of them? I don't. Oh.
0: I don't at all. I know. It was terrible. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. It was basically just, like, getting your shit together. and
1: Don't be an unorganized... Yeah.
0: Yeah, don't, yeah.
1: Well, that's what every, so every now and then I get, and I'm sure I'm sure other people who listen to this get it too, who have some modicum of success in the pottery world. But like every now and then I get a message from someone who's like, I want to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be self-staying on pottery. And I'm like, okay. And I feel bad, but I'm always like, show me what you got. Like show me your best work. And they yeah. show it to me and I'm like, <laughs> you're still a beginner. And I feel really bad for telling you that. <laughs> because I sold stuff when I was a beginner. Mm-hmm. But I sold my stuff for like, Five or ten bucks. Yeah. Which is not at all profit. Mm
0: -hmm. Which
1: is like the amount of money. I sold, I practiced and I sold my extras for those who wanted to support me in interest of me becoming better at a later time. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of people, um, much like really, really young kids. Not all of them, of course. But those young kids were like, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. You know, oh my god, I'm like, that's cute, but like, the level of skill and dedication it takes to actually get picked up by someone in the gaming community who will teach you those skills and then make money off it is more difficult than you think. So, usually, when they ask me, I give them basically one answer, but one answer goes off into two options. It's, okay, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, really? Will you help me? And I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll nah. help you. I won't give you shout outs, I won't, like, yeah, unless you make something amazing, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. but like. Yeah, go for it. I'll I'll give you as much advice as you want. Mm -hmm. And some of them are like, why are you so like (laughs) willing to help me? And I'm like, well, because either you'll succeed and I'll just add another person to the art community that will become a better artist than me, which is fantastic. That's Mm -hmm. part of my goal in life is to make better artists than I am. Mm -hmm. Or you'll fail and you'll realize it's not as easy as you thought it was, Uh, which uh, I would have, you would have just called me a butthole if I told you that in the first place. Yeah. So either way I'm helping you. <laughs> like you'll either get good or you'll realize it's not as easy as you think it is. And like either way, you'll you'll either understand or you'll become better from it. Yeah. So I just say yes. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like and absolutely.
0: I, I feel like part of part of that process of getting good too, like involves feeling that sentence Mm -hmm. of failure.
1: Like, you should. Yeah. If you feel like you don't go full Kanye. Don't feel like you're, (laughs) yeah, don't, don't go full Kanye or Trump. Like, don't like, I'm the best no matter what you do. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You know what I mean? Like, don't think you're just awesome all the time. Like there.
0: Yeah.
1: It sounds bad, but there should be a small part of your brain that goes like, that humbles yourself. Like, I'm not as good as other people. I realize that I'm okay. I'm getting better. Mm -hmm. That's the point is to fight yourself. But don't, don't think you're the best all the time, all day, every day. Because that—that's its own realm of toxicity.
0: Yes, yes, I—I I agree. I think having a, um, having a sense of humility just in general in life yeah. is, is a good thing.
1: I want to talk about—I want to talk about the range of emotions and the process that you would go through with quitting your job and what happens afterwards in order to become a full-time artist. But it's not like I would know,
0: because <laughs>
1: well, I'm still my job. <laughs> well, you can—you can ask me, Dante.
0: Yeah, right here. I have
1: to, you know, like. I'm trying to configure questions in which like for anyone who's thinking about quitting their job You you already had somewhat you had an Etsy and you Mm -hmm. had like you had your stuff down Like right now I'm sitting in front of your like Harry Potter Steins right now and I see a Slytherin mug and I feel I feel some type of way about saying this to people who have this dream but like if I was not this good at least I would not quit my job. <laughs> but you are this good, so my brain looks at this. Like, if you went up to a random person, you were like, do you think I could sell these online? Do you think you will pay for them and buy them, and I could support myself as an artist? I'd be like, yeah, those are nice. Yeah. They're well trimmed. The artist signature's at the bottom. You have a stamp on them. Clearly, this is handmade. It's not one of a million. It's probably like one of a hundred at the most. <laughs> it's rare, you know? But if somebody came up to me with like a tiny bowl from the beginner class and said that, I'd be like, look, man, I'm not trying to be a hater. But like i don't i i mean no just no like
0: well i mean well no maybe at that at that point but that doesn't mean that person can get better yeah of course
1: course you can get just at that moment i'd be like nah Nah. (laughs) i don't not right now
0: yeah it's kind of interesting i almost feel like skill is definitely a part of it absolutely but i would also argue that a lot of it like in terms of what it okay this is just again based on my own experience of like yeah being somewhat successful so, in yes. in doing my art full time. Part of it, like yes, skill is definitely part of it, but a lot of the other elements of it, I feel like don't have to, to do directly
1: with your art. Absolutely, like yeah, a yeah. lot of its personality and
0: Well, I for me more what I'm thinking is like is your financial picture because, you know, I know again for myself, my financial situation is set up in a way that overall I don't have to make thousands of dollars every month with my ceramic art to be able to sustain myself. Yes. So it's like when I made the decision to go full time, you know, it's not like I had a huge car payment because again, I don't have a car and I know I mentioned this in previous episodes, but like I have a relatively cheap you don't pay oh, for gas. I don't pay for gas. At all, like, yeah. I have a relatively cheap apartment. My studio is is a converted garage because right. my family is is really supportive. I, I share the housing that I do have. I share with my partner, right? I'm still living like I think like like a, a good life overall. Like, yes, there are some financial oh, like yeah.
1: we got ins- clean water. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, 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 of course, you know, I don't it's not like I have a house. So there are some things that are still unstable. But I think in terms of making that leap to full time. A lot of that was knowing that at baseline, I would be able to cover my, my primary expenses.
1: Yeah, for me personally, and let me give an example, right? Because right now, right now we're in the middle of Rona and we're also in Sacramento. And this is happening after the Fairfield fire. My job, because we're so close in proximity to that town, had to close down the night shift, which I am the head of as far as as far as like supervisors go for like maybe five days. And so I was just like not working for like four days straight. I was working on the YouTube channel That being said if I didn't have YouTube I would be out a massive check or a massive chunk of my check in that same light YouTube is not stable enough for me to depend on it a hundred percent nor is my craft job It's not like everybody needs pottery to survive all the time Like buying a new cup every month is tight, but not sustainable, right? So My job is kind of that same way and like I just didn't put all my eggs in one basket And it just so happens that one of the baskets right now is real unstable because of fire Mm -hmm. and corona (laughs) So every time I think about like I could just quit one and be fine with the other Kinda but in times of uncertainty like you know, the other one kind of carries one of them Yeah, like you know, and I think that's a, a as far as we were talking about stability. That's one of the reasons that I have kept both you know, because if one ever goes down, I can jump to the other. Like, I got two ships. If one starts <laughs> to drown, I could just go to the other ship. Yeah. But that being said, I do realize that if I quit one of them, I could just have a huge sh- I have a friend who's a, who's a business person, right? And she's very, like... Well, the entire game, name of the game is to make money off of your side business while keeping your 9-to-5 job, if that is what you intend to do, and then any money that you make from your side business, you put back into the business while sustaining yourself with that 9-to-5 job. You don't buy a Ferrari, you don't buy a mansion, you don't flex (laughs) on other people, don't buy new clothes, don't buy, you know, because we were having a lottery call, we were just like, what would you do if you won the lottery? And stuff like that, and she's like, yeah, like, make your house better, make your studio better off that money. Like, get, like work so much that you get like 10 G's in your account for your business and then like get a new kiln and get a new wheel and get like a roller and get like she's like, that's the way businesses grow. They keep a very small amount for themselves. And most of the money goes back into the business. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, you're right. But I don't see myself as a business person. So I don't do that. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like that's the way
1: business people handle their junk. (laughs) But I'm like, I'm just kind of keeping it somewhere until I have to use it. Yeah, and that's where the stability talk comes. Where it's like, this is just my stability. This is just my nest egg, for if something goes down, you know, like the Rona. <laughs> like the Rona. <laughs> I can I can kind of lay back on that, and that's I think that's one of the primary reasons I haven't quit my job yet, is because I don't like to put all my eggs into one basket. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um yeah.
1: It's it's not it's not negative, but like it's just I think I'm the kind I'm cautious like you, where I'm like I don't want to. Just in case, yeah. Just, just in case, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I I I think that I, that level of stability that I wanted before I quit my job, I did not have basically until I quit my job. Yeah, because
1: you're making more now.
0: Well, more more what I was gonna say. Well, yes, I'm making yep. more now. But more what I was thinking is that um two two or even three years ago, right. I hadn't explored the various income venues that i have now explored to be able to get that money yeah to like go to you know going to conventions um selling to local cafes you know selling online selling on etsy you know things like that and it's like since i'm already living it it's like honestly i've kind of already to some degree like forgotten like what would my past self have wanted to ask my present self
1: yeah what advice would you give to little lindsay
0: oh my gosh to little (laughs) lindsay breathe Gonna be okay. There's gonna
1: be a virus. <laughs> There's gonna be a virus. Very soon, Lindsay. Oh, <laughs>
0: buy
1: masks, buy masks, and buy, buy the N95s. Buy all the N95s. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, like what like what was the first thing that you did as soon as you quit your job? Did you just like, cool, grindstone? Or I think if I quit my job, I would have to I would have to become one of the production potters. Mm. Not production as in my job, but I would have to be like, cool. Here are my top selling mugs. Here are what people buy the most. Here are the colors that they buy the most. I have to have 20 of these in my store at all time. Mm. Here are the bowls that I like. These bowls, I'm going to sell 20 of these. 10% of that is going to go to chemicals. So not 10%. That's a fake made up number. Yeah. Um, a certain amount of the money that I make from those is going to go to developing more glazes. And those glazes are going to be put new on pots. And that's going to create hype. And if let's see how many people like those versus the older glazes. And those older glazes, mm. you know what I mean? Like I would yeah. have to math out. I'd have to be like, I need this many of this. This many of this, I'm sitting down on Monday and Wednesday and I'm grinding out these many. Tuesday, Thursday are gonna be my trim days. Fridays are killing days. Saturday, Sundays, I make videos. Like I would have to plan my entire day out. (laughs) I would have to be a production potter. I'd have to be super organized because at the point where I'm losing an entire person's worth of income, I'd be like, this is all or nothing. Yeah, and that is just the f- I just made that up on the spot. Uh, that's I, that's I, just my first thought <laughs> dude,
0: that's like Legitimately, I think the most organized like <laughs> I think I've ever heard you even think
1: about being Nothing that would, nothing, like, that would have to be you would yeah. have to you know, like I, I don't know how you went through it But to think like I'll just quit my job And it'll uh, you know go in the studio make whatever I want whatever comes out comes out cuz that's what I do now mm. I make whatever I want to make and whoever buys it buys it and then after that. I'm like, well, I still have a job And I have enough of a fan base to where people buy what I naturally make anyway. So it's not like, but I don't go in the studio and go like, I must make 10 mugs today.
0: Yeah. I didn't go quite as like full-blown as what you had just described. Partially because I had already sort of been doing that. Um, Okay. Yeah. With like, with varying levels of success. Like I have, I have like, as I discussed in the previous episode about like organization, like I already kind of had a general plan of like what, how I would need to prepare for the various events I had coming up throughout the year. So... I think when I made that initial leap, it was honestly, it was, it was pretty chaotic. Yeah. Partially because I had just been hired to teach a uh, intro to wheel throwing class at Verge Center for the Arts. Oh, yeah. So normally what I would have done is probably like, okay, like, let me do an Etsy update. Let me like do this. But instead of doing that, I was learning how to be a solo teacher for the first time. Right. So it was really stressful. Like, honestly, I didn't feel like I got my footing underneath me until probably late February. Yeah. And then of course, COVID. Um,
1: yeah. And then, then it went away. And then it went
0: away. Well, to to some degree, although honestly, like, like there's, how do I describe it? Did you
1: walk in there with like the biggest, you know what I mean? (laughs) Listen up, you children. Oh my God. I'm sure they're all adults. They're all adults. Listen up, you noobs. (laughs) We're going to learn how to wedge today. Oh, or else you're going to get smacked.
0: Hela. heila snicked. No, I did not. I was... It was interesting because like, I had... You know, I've been TAing at Sac City College for, like, years. Yeah. So I already had experience, like, working with people. It was just that I had never been the person running the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think when I, when I first quit and then it was, like, learning how to do that kind of for the first time, after that, it was kind of more just... I wasn't necessarily thinking, okay, now how am I going to like make a bunch of money to make up for that? Because all, all, all things considered.
1: Yeah, that'd be the first thing I think of. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But I, I had kind of, I already, again, at that point, at least thought that I would have events like SAC anime, Fanime, fan you right. know, all these conventions, of course, which aren't happening anymore. But I thought that I was gonna have those things lined up. So honestly, I wasn't that worried yeah. overall also because part of my plan for this year has been working on more sculptural pieces because I want to apply to grad school.
1: Yeah, and that's 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 kind of like what I was talking about but instead of investing back in the business I guess you're very like I'm making art to support my art. You know, you're like I'm yes. selling I'm selling cups instead of to support and put the money back in the business. You seem to be very like I'm making cups and a certain percentage of that money goes to act like making sculptures yes. for competitions and that's that's a yeah. re, that's
0: a really good way of putting it because yeah. yeah it's true it's it's almost kind of like cups I mean, even though cups are a large part of, like, what my brand is and how people, like, know me. Yeah. To su- in my mind, it's almost, like, a little bit of, like, my side gig. Yeah. In terms of, like, I make cups, like you're saying, to yes. support my sculptures. Yes. Like, it's just that now yeah. cups have ended up being a large part of what I do.
1: Right. There's Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, not specifically potters, but it's kind of, like, in the way that a clothing brand realizes, like, T-shirts are the thing we sell the most. We <laughs> know it. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. like, as a potter, you're, like, okay, everyone likes mugs. They gotta be over, like... 16 inches tall mm-hmm. and 16 ounces, like, I get it. Yeah. You know, like, if I have to, you know, and that's, so I like to make bowls a little bit more. But I do realize without making mugs, I would essentially only be the bowl guy. And most people don't buy bowls. They buy mugs. Yeah.
0: Mugs are like the t-shirt of the ceramics world. They
1: really are. And I (laughs) I wish they weren't because I'd like to be more creative. Oh,
0: oh, dude. But there's so much you can do with cups. Like, honestly, that's part of why I love.
1: I just hate handles, man.
0: Oh, yeah. no I
1: hate handles so much. I can't get on my rant. I'm going to. No. Oh, my God. I'm going to stop here. (laughs) I'm going to go on the handle rant again. Okay.
0: Well, you know, we should have a handle rant episode.
1: We should have Like, like. a things that make Potter's mad episode. Oh my But gosh. it's mostly just gonna be Dante ranting about stuff that customers complain about, <laughs> but they don't at all use these things. And
0: I will be constantly serving Dante uh, chamomile tea. Just like breathe, Dante, breathe. So Here, have, angry. Have more tea. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon
1: and Dante of Earth Nation.
0: Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindseymdillon.com. That's L I N D S E Y, M as in monster, D I L L O N.com. And on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook at LindseyMDillon.
1: And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. But you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics.
0: If you enjoyed hanging out with us today, or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review the Mud Peddlers in Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners, and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.